Good Company. Honest and transparent conversations between two good mates on an entrepreneurial journey together. Join Lisa Cordoff and myself, Carly Nimmo, while we explore what it means to create, grow and keep good company. Life and business is better when you're keeping good company. So, I had a bit of a fuck up. I was not going to swear this time. <laughs> I was actually going to see <laughs> if we could not get if we could not get the little e. Um, so I had a bit of a fuck up on my most recent launch. And if anyone is involved in the small steps community, you probably would have seen me apologizing to the two and a half thousand people who registered for a webinar, and only one hundred could get in. Whoa, like it was, that was an intense moment. Um, people were writing to me going, you're handling this with such grace. And I was like, yeah, yep. Oh my God, what is going on? You know, it spent like pretty much the whole launch, everything was geared, like the opt-ins were geared towards the free overwhelm TV series was geared towards getting people to that webinar. It was my one big moment to um, to convert sales. Like I, I love webinars. They are my absolute most favorite thing to do. And, um, and I, and I get great results. It's a webinar I tested many times before. We knew that if we got a certain amount of people, we'd get a certain amount of people show up live and then into the program. So I'd upgraded my zoom capacity to a thousand and, uh, you know, it was ready. Like that it felt like Oscars day, I couldn't concentrate all day. It was a really big moment. And so when I logged on, it was weird from the start. I was like, why? I've just opened this. And, you know, you wait until you hit broadcast. But it was it was live straight away. It felt like a meeting. And I was like, this feels wrong. This feels really wrong. And I'm here 15 minutes early and so are 50 other people. Okay. Hi, guys. Um, oh, I wasn't prepared. God, I didn't have my lippy on. Oh, didn't you know this part, Carly? No, no. Oh my God, it was bad because it was a big biggie. I wanted to get in there. I wanted to make sure everything was working. I wanted to test my screen share. I wanted to all of that sort of stuff. There was still some notes that I wanted to write down um, to just have next to me. Just uh, I just like to always do this sort of final. Have a bit of a routine. And I literally, like I hadn't even positioned the computer properly. There was probably washing in the background at the start. I've got no idea. And um, and it felt wrong. And then it got time, got close to go time. So I knew, I knew that people should have been arriving more. If, if the room was open, then more should have arrived when the final reminder went out, when the many chat link went out. And it got to 100 people and there was just no one else. And I was like, this is, feels really weird. And I was off my game from the start because people yeah, because were already there. thrown completely off. Yeah. Like that's like just, you know, like, yeah. Oh, my God. I can't even imagine what must be going through your head when it's like it's like you're backstage and you're doing your warm-up and the curtains open and right. you're there and you still in your close. undies, like yes. doing your fucking Tony Robbins breathing. <laughs> Time to be exposed. That was it. The kids were still awake. I mean, it was just, it was a shambles. But I was like, you know, we we had Mel, who is my 
um, business manager had had her baby. So we had a new team and I thought maybe it was just sort of set up differently. Or maybe this is what happens when you increase your capacity to a thousand people. I didn't know what was going on. I was just really trying to just keep my cool, roll with it, have a conversation. And I'm like, do you guys mind if I just go and put some lippy on? They're like, go, go. So it was a really nice vibe. But these were the happy people. These were the people who were in. So then I get a message at go time that the inbox is exploding, that the capacity has been reached and it's 100 people. And I had paid, I don't know, 450 US to increase my capacity to 100. So I'm like, so my the amazing Victoria, um, who is our VA, and Kim, who we brought on to help with Entreport and was kind of around, were both who were in Slack chatting. She's like, do you want me to send an email to everyone? Should we set up a new thing? Victoria's on the phone to Zoom, like getting them to increase the capacity. They won't do it. Um, they said, no, look, we can only see it's 100. And she's like, no, she's paid, like it's happened. So she had to use my credit card to pay again. Like all of this is happening and I am live, like for this biggest webinar that I've hosted. And, um, and you're invested, like heavily invested in this. Heavily invested. Like Facebook this is not ads, it, you know, I mean, $450 I fucking dollars just for the webinar software. There is so much other other stuff that has gone is, into getting this thing to that investment. point. A huge investment. Like a lot of money spent to get people to a webinar. And... um and also a lot of new people, like a lot mm. of people who joined and sort of found me through the Overwhelm series or whatever. And, you know, I delivered oh, over five hours worth of free content over the previous month. And we had a nurture sequence, like everyone was pumped about this. First time I was never, this is the very first time I said I was never going to offer a replay. Uh, like no replay for this, it's live or none. So I had thrown all my eggs. My eggs were in the basket. Like the eggs were smashed all over the floor by this stage. And I am like desperately mopping up. Victoria managed to get Zoom. Like we had to pay again and they increased the capacity. And we didn't have to send out an email, but I had told people, you guys, we might have to just check your inbox. I was literally writing an email on Slack for Kim to send out to everyone with a new link, but we didn't need the new link because people started to flow in. And so I just, I just did the webinar. I can't eat. I don't even think I breathed the whole time. I was almost lightheaded by the end of it. Like didn't do my best job at all. Had some, had people buy. I mean, which you'd have to be one- fucking in like not human to be able to do a stellar job under those conditions. It was, it was like your worst online business worst nightmare. Mm. I mean, if and, you've ever, uh, like, I, if you've ever held a webinar and had people not be able to get in, the feeling is like the most devastating feeling. <laughs> Cause yeah. you're just like, and because you're on live, it's like, there's no, like, they're seeing your panic. There's nowhere to hide. There's, there's nowhere, nowhere to, to hide. hide. It is happening in real time. It is live TV. It is live. And you are going out to. And so anyway, I got through it, stayed and answered questions. People really enjoyed it um, who were there. Obviously, the sales weren't even close to where they should have been. And um, and I stopped. And I went and I checked. I, I, I went and I, um, oh, I mean, I just stopped. <laughs> 
and I just sat there and then I checked, you know, thanked my team for, for coming through and, uh, and then I checked my Facebook page and there was so many angry people writing comments. They were just like, you know, first impressions um, matter and this was a very disappointing um, I asked my husband to mind the kids tonight because I wanted to watch this, you know, going to take a while to get a favour from him again, um, blah, 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 like just just people who were just annoyed. And I, I had expected more. Um, you should have known that it would reach more than 100. Like just just like just, just. so I apologised to every single person who wrote and I did a Facebook Live explaining what had happened, that there was a tech glitch and it was completely out of my control. And, of course, I knew there was going to be more than 100 people and I'd actually paid to upgrade my system so that we could have people. So after all that was done, Nick had no idea, you know, what had been, what had gone down. So he kind of came in like, how'd you go? Oh. And I just... I still feel sad thinking about it. I just cried. And he's like, oh, my God, what happened? And I just told him and he was crushed. We were both just sitting there crushed. And he didn't really know what to say. He was a bit like. It's hard, like, right, because they want like, I don't know. Well, I don't know if all men are like that. But I remember when I was having like I had a series of things happen with webinars. So, you know, like. People not be able to get in one time. Another time there was, it was when, um, Webinar Jam used to do it through Google Hangouts and there was a glitch oh, with oh, Google. Oh, that was so glitchy. Oh, that Ugh. was a glitchy stage. Yeah. And, and so I had like, oh, three God, I remember or four, those. Remember? Yes. Oh, and I, I had do. three or four. You were and- like, fuck that. I know. And, but I, you know, and I would tell Miko and he would just be like, why do you do this? Like, why are you even yeah. doing this? It's mm-hmm. like all it does is upset you. Why are you mm-hmm. even running this business? Like it, it is not good for you kind of thing. And, and then I'd get, you know, then it would cause like lots of friction in our relationship too because it was like, yeah. but I want to be doing this. But, yeah, you know, like I'm just I'm just saying it because I need to get it off my chest, like not because I, I know. I was like, Nick, don't go down the rabbit hole with yeah. me. You need to be holding me. Telling me what I'm a happened? Rock star. Like I, I don't want to give you all the technical details of you know, no. like so that you can find some point of blame. <laughs> I know, and he was like, oh, and and like he missed out. His brother was going overseas, so he missed out on a family dinner. And I think he might have mentioned something about that. And I was like, what? Can we just like what? Of course, this was where you needed to be. Anyway, whoa, like. It was just, it was, I, I, and I just cried myself to sleep. I really, I just, I thought, how am I going to, I can't pull myself together. I've got a launch to deliver now. The cart is open. I didn't even announce the cart was open. I was too embarrassed. It took me till about three o'clock the next day because I thought if people, if I can't even do that for people, why would they think that I could deliver them a program? I'm so embarrassed. I just want to hide from the world. And so what happened that next day, which is the topic really of this podcast, we had to give you the breakdown. You had to know that things weren't good in my head. And Lisa woke up with a crying hangover. We all know what they feel like. And um, and I had a little bit of a sleep in and I just thought to myself, I was just lying in bed just going, right, okay, 
Like today could either just be like, feel sorry for self. But really all that happened was that there was a technical glitch. Like I can make that mean that this is the worst launch ever. I'm a failed online business owner. Um, You know, I could have just checked. I could have gone in and checked and found something which, you know, let's face it. You know, it all looked good to me. Um, but what ended up happening was I did share it. And for anyone, just for anyone out there who upgrades your um, your capacity in, in Zoom, if you do that, it actually goes back to factory settings. So you have to create the webinar. You have to actually put in, I don't even know the proper technical word, <laughs> but it basically just gives you meetings again. So that webinar, even although it had looked like we'd set up a webinar, we'd set up a meeting because you actually have to put the webinar function in again at the, and then it will have the new capacity. But no one tells you fucking that. Anyway, that was, that was what happened. So it was something that, you know, it was completely, uh, but, you know, Anyway, I, I could give myself a hard time about all this. I could make it mean something more than it really is. Or I could just, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to feel shit until I feel better. So what can I do to feel better? Like what can I, like if today is that. Today is what can Lisa do to feel happy? That's it. So I walked the kids to school. With Nick, it was one of those really crisp, cold Melbourne mornings. And when it just your nose felt, feels wet. Oh, you know it just felt amazing. Feeling? Yeah, where you're like, like sore ears and my nose feels like wet. It was you know, a sore like ears a dog. morning, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and so we walked and then we went and had a coffee and a croissant at one of our favourite cafes. And then we walked home and I was I was kind of going, I'm not too sure Nick's going to be my person to help me get out of this right now. So I just, there was some work that I needed to do, so I did it. And then I went to my first ever Pilates lesson. It was a one-on-one and I was going to cancel and I went. And suddenly I'm out of my head and I'm in my body. And I am just like feeling pretty great right now. Like I got in touch with all the team and just showered them in thanks and, you know, for the night before. I ended up announcing it on my page and um, the Pilates instructor said the words, we're just, gonna, you know, just got to get back to you. You know, you've got the strength. It's just that you haven't used the strength. And I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, we just got to get you back to you. And I was like, you're really freaking me out right now. <laughs> so I did a Facebook Live about it and suddenly I'm back in the game. And, I, and, and you know, but whatever the launch was going to happen in the launch, I just kept thinking to myself, you could either just despise yourself and feel shit for the next however long or you could just choose to do things that make you feel good. Like just be, be happy, choose that. So then see what ends up happening, what what you what decisions that you make from that place. And it changed everything for me. And it made the rest of the launch really enjoyable. It just got me back into that zone of like, I created this course for a reason. Other women have had really great results from it. I just want people to know. And, uh, and that was that. And it's what I've been practicing and trying to do more and more in my life as I'm riding the waves of, you know, all the things. It, it it brings me back to this kind of feeling that I have a lot more um, choice mm-hmm. about how I feel than I realise because we could make up all the stories that make us feel like bullshit or we could just like stop thinking 
choose to do things that make us feel happy. It's like your beach walk. Yeah. And, you know, and, and then, and then, and then we feel however we're going to feel and the launch is whatever the launch is going to be. And that's that. Yeah. Cause I mean, like we said on, a, on the mastermind call today, it's like you feeling shit is not going to have any kind of good impact on your end result. When you get to that point, I think you've just got to accept that it is going to ride out how it's going to ride out and you have a choice as to how you go along for that ride. So you can just be in the, this is shit, I am shit, bleh-ness. It's not going to positively impact anything. Or you can go out and get your energetics into a different vibe. And even if the result isn't what you expected, you're still in a much more pleasant state than if you got a shit result and you're in a shit mood. The shit mood is going to mean something. In, you know, the shit result is going to mean way more if you're in a shit mood about it. Definitely. Definitely. And I, I do also think I, I recognized in that moment that I was taking other people's disappointment in me to mean something that it just doesn't have to mean for me. Like it's not my, you know, this was completely out of my control. If you never get any alone time and this is your one hour that you were going to get alone to yourself for you. Um, that's just transference. Then, that's not my, that's not my deal. You could have that every. Thursday night, if you wanted, you've just now experienced what it's like to claim some time for you. So maybe that's a win. Mm. Um, but you know, it's not nice upsetting people, but I realized like when I saw the comments, I was like, um, victim, 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 not my fault. Uh, talk to a friend about it, not me. Um, blah, 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 blah. and I started to kind of think like, they're not the people I want in my program anyway. I they're not ready for this. The people who showed up for that replay and were like, oh, well, I'm so glad I waited. Or the people who were like, oh, Lisa, I was busting for this tonight, but, you know, we will wait, you know, whatever. They're the people who are like, oh, they're the God, people I want to hang out with imagine? in a private group. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, you've got to hold space for these people over the next oh, yeah. whatever, the, what is it, eight filter. weeks or something. Yeah. So it's like you don't want to be spending time with people who are just – um, in full reaction blame mode. Mm. Oh God, no! And that's what because that's I mean, what I we're saw. all. This is the thing. We're all fucking human. At the end of the day, it's like, how can you not have compassion <laughs> for? Like, yes, sure, we get it. Like, you've been inconvenienced. Get the fuck over yourself. Like. Yes, you've been inconvenienced. I'm sorry for that, but I am a human being. I'm sorry that you, you know, like what? And yeah. I kept, I sort of said to some of them, you know, there is, there is four episodes in the Overwhelm series um, that I've just delivered over the last month. You can check out all of those. Like, have you seen all of those? That's something you could do with with your time. Um, you know, I just decided to not take it all on, mm. to just not take on all of those. Like it's the first time I've really received kind of hateful 
comments and it's not pleasant i don't know how people deal with trolls majorly um but yeah i just but it was it was also it was it was a big big loss for the business that night mm. it was big you know a lot of money was lost and i just decided also that um you know it was sort of one of those moments where i thought this will end up being something I'm very grateful for. I can't see it right now, but you know those really bad moments? You're like, they're the ones They're the ones that you learn the most from. Mm. This has happened for me, even although I don't realise it right now. And I ended up, oh, like the learnings from this launch, huge. Like more than I've learned in any other launch. We'll probably see the biggest transition of the way that my company runs than anything else. If it had just been, if it had been a great launch, I wouldn't be looking at things as critically as I am and I need to. So it's brought a lot of stuff to the fore and it's awesome. Um, and I think also we can just show our resilience. Like we just practice resilience, practice creativity, practice knowing that, that, um, you know, I, I don't, I don't stress about money really, but, um, you know, being open to it coming in whichever form it comes in. Like I think we can sometimes get very attached to thinking if we need money, oh, it's got to be, it's because I've got this course, it's got to be this course. But there's actually loads of different ways that we can earn revenue as entrepreneurs. And I think we can get very attached to it being a certain way. So, or, you know, not thinking outside the box. Uh, what can I offer those people as a downsell? Mm. Hmm. I haven't even thought about, haven't even implemented that, but it's something that I thought about yesterday. Like, well, all those people came. What else have I got that I could share with them? That's relatively small investment. Um, and I thought oh, I've got that ten-day declutter challenge. I could give them that little mini e-course, and um, and that would be awesome. Why not? Yeah. So yeah, it's like when we get to, and that's why I just chose to be happy. Just get yourself feeling good, and then everything feels possible again. And I think it's actually easier than we make it out to be, actually. Yeah, it is. It does require awareness of what's going on for you. Yes, that's true. That's true. I, I, I definitely have sat in my shit with disasters like this before for a very long time, but I am now realising the choice that I have in how I feel. And also just getting to know what actually does make me feel good. Yeah, and just taking, like... It's so easy to stay in that space, you know, when I just think of when Radcasters was going shit and I was in those launches and they were just roller coasters and I would just cry and cry and cry to you. And then mm. eventually they, you know, it, it just got quicker to move through that stuff mm -hmm. and eventually just, well, eventually I just went, well, fuck this, it's not what I want to be doing anyway. So that mm. kind of. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't really, doesn't, that story doesn't really go anywhere. Actually, it's like the story of like, I'm walking down the street and there's a feather floating around in the air. The end. <laughs> but it's, but it, but there is like, they're like creating online courses and selling them. You know, it might look easy, mm, but it's but really it's fucking so hard. Not. Anyone who's it so tried it knows that. No, everyone knows. But this is the this is the this is the thing, though, right? Like most people know that, but then, the, but nobody actually talks about really that much. Maybe a little bit more these days, but like, 
nobody's saying, oh, yeah, that, that launch tanked. That was mm. fucked. Mm. Nobody signed up. So then you, you're looking around and you're thinking all the people who are doing creating online courses and putting them out there are, like, raking it in and mm. they're working a full-time job or they're, mm. you know, their husband makes $400,000 a year or, you know, or yep. so and, you know, we don't have any all- transparency around that stuff. So it's hard for us to know that we're not the only one who is feeling like this is hard or that we're not getting the results that we expected or we're not getting the results that we're expecting other people are getting. Yes. And, you know, we um, once again today we had this conversation in our mastermind hot seat calls about one of our, someone in our, our group who um, she converted from her launch list two and a half percent of those people, which is a huge win. Like one percent conversion on your launch list is pretty standard um, anything above that, amazing. Two and a half percent is a huge win, but that two and a half percent wasn't a huge amount of people because the launch list wasn't huge. And the fact that you need to spend money on, like, to get people, or you, you need to either be doing awesome organic list building and be just a ninja at that, or you need to be using paid ads to find new people to um, share your stuff with. It's just like, that's it. It's a fact of online business these days. When I started, I didn't do Facebook ads for the first two or three launches because it wasn't the time. Like organic reach on Facebook was sensational. And, you know, now it's a completely different game. And, and you're not, to, and you're not investing a couple of hundred bucks in ads. You know, it's like, this was, this was the issue that I had, right? With, with Radcasters, I would throw, you know, maybe a thousand bucks into ads trying to get people onto my webinar and then something would fuck up on the webinar. And that for that thousand bucks, I might, or maybe not a thousand bucks, say 500 bucks, I might have paid $10 a lead to get those people there because that's, you know, that's what it was costing, yep. or it might have been cheaper mm-hmm. than that, but whatever. The point is, like, I was investing in not not hundreds of thousands of dollars, obviously, but even then, investing in Facebook ads, getting them to a webinar, and then having that webinar tank, it's scary. It's a shit feeling. Nobody wants to feel that way. But also, I think there's this, this uh, illusion that you spend a couple of hundred bucks, you do your own Facebook mm. ads, and then you get the big results. But People are spending tens of thousands of dollars on Facebook ads mm. to get, you know. Oh, my God. I, I'm looking. Uh, my Facebook ads person is having a baby. So I'm just looking around for a new Facebook ads person. And um, and there was a question of, like, um, how much a month do you spend on Facebook ads? Um, zero to $500, 500 to 1000 then 2000 5000 and then greater than 10000 and I was like, mm. so I'm in like the highest realm because if yeah, I spend more than ten grand a month on Facebook ads, and like people often say, you're everywhere. Well, I'm paying to be everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like you, like you got to pay to be in people's feeds these days. Like, you know, you can't. My organic reach is still pretty good because I do lots of live video, and there's lots of ways in which I have learned how to, you know, get decent reach on Facebook, but. <laughs> You know, there's this kind of weird illusion, mm. I think, out there. And 
you want to scale a business, you want to earn it, be earning big revenue, you have to be investing in Facebook ads. Mm. It's just that's just where it's at. So once again, we've probably gone a bit <laughs> tangent. Um, this is the theme. So, so back to back weirdness on podcast episodes. <laughs> So we started off. What, what was this even about? This is going to be this is going to be a short ten minute episode on getting yourself back into the short zone. Sharp. Here we are. Short sharp. Talk, keep it. Keep it about brief. The, the truth of online launching. Yeah. Uh, how are we going to even combine that in like a? I have no idea because I mean this is the issue that I have. Find Lisa is that we record these and then I'm like, what do I even call what? this episode? And then I go back and try to write the email each week and I'm like, I'm sure that conversation included a bit on this. Like what was actually, what did we say? She's just written this topic, but uh, what we talked about. So maybe this episode's called like Facebook ads and getting in the zone. Anyway, it's, yeah. yeah I think it's it, called launch pitfalls yeah, or something okay. like that Okay, and getting back in the zone. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not the title person. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call, Obviously, we'll find, Lisa we'll find struggles with being succinct. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, top tip for getting back in the zone? Choose happiness. Nice. Just <laughs> choose to be happy. Full stop. It's that easy. Till next week. <laughs> Kind of is. Just try it. Try it. That's your small step this week is like just try to be happy when it feels like shit. See what happens. Okay. okay. Done. See ya. <laughs>